Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Well, Justin Bieber is terrified of Judge Judy. Who wouldn't be? I mean, my God, that woman can be quite intimidating. She's very grumpy. I love her. Rightfully so, I suppose, right? Of course. But, uh, yeah, what's the story there with her? With Judge Judy and, and, uh, and him. the Beebs? Yeah. Well, they used to live close to each other. They were neighbors. And he did an interview with uh, Access Hollywood. Or actually, Judy did the interview. And she said, he's scared to death of me. There was a period of time before he grew up when he was foolish and doing foolish things. She said, well, yeah, uh, wasn't that when he was throwing the eggs and all that stuff? Peeing in the bucket in the yeah. back of the bar or whatever. All the bad. He's scared to death of me. There was a period of time before he grew up when he was foolish and doing foolish things. And so I must have said something about it. And then I understood that he was paying the front door people to let them know when I was there coming and going so he wouldn't have to bump into me. <laughs> That's really funny. That is When funny. you're avoiding a neighbor like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she said in an interview back in 2014 with CBS that he was making a fool of himself. And that was the time that he was arrested for my in Miami for drag racing in his Lamborghini, failed a sobriety test. There was, you know, just it seemed at that time one thing after another after another that he was getting himself into. He's on the hmm. straight and narrow now, though. Oh, has been for a while. Yeah, yeah he's been doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. wonder how his health is doing. He is uh who who just died from Migos? Oh, I can't think of his name. The rapper. Um oh, side, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ju- yeah, he's going to be singing at that funeral takeoff. Take he's off, gonna yeah. be singing at that funeral. Oh, okay. So he's well enough to do that. Hmm. But he has not resumed his tour. Well, Britney Spears is not interested in having a biopic made about her life. You just assume they all want one, you know? I would not. Well, because- if you have control over it. <laughs> I, we, well, yeah, that would be the thing. But how often do they have control over it? They never do. You know, it's my they, they come out with my memoirs, and then they try to work with the studio to get some kind of movie deal out of it. But they always have to make it somewhat salacious so it sells. You know, we want to see what happened. Right. It's always based on a true story. Right. In an Instagram post yesterday, she said, I hear about people wanting to do movies about my life. Dude, I'm not dead. 
<laughs> Story's not over yet. Yeah. Uh, this comes after Millie Bobby Brown's comments on Monday's episode of the Drew Barrymore show about how she wants to play Britney in a movie. Hmm. She said, I, I think her story, first of all, resonates with me. Just growing up in the public eye, watching her videos, watching interviews of how she, how, how when she was younger. I see the scramble for words in her interviews. And I don't know her, but when I look at pictures of her, I feel like I could tell her story in the right way and, and hers only. Mm-hmm. That's mm. a pitch right there. It sure is a pitch. And you know she'll shave her head because she did to be 11. Yeah. On the, you know, Stranger Things. Yeah, you want somebody you trust. That's going to go there. Like, you know, Aretha Franklin sort of. Hand chose. Yeah, hand picked uh, Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. The same thing with the the Tina Turner the Tina Turner musical that's in town. Tina Turner picked the Tinas. She right. was very much involved with who was going to be portraying her. And and they had a lot of control over those projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but don't I guess know. Britney has no interest. Yep, not yet. Anyway, I mean they're going to make him anyway at some with point. or without her help. So I'd rather get ahead of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that Jeffrey Dahmer series on uh, Netflix is. Uh, been a pretty big hit. So Netflix has decided they're doing two more seasons focusing on <gasps> other real-life monstrous okay. figures. I was going to say. Also ordered another season of The Watcher, a true story of a couple receiving terrifying letters from a stalker. We're so, sucked in. Did you finish it yet? No. We're we- disciplining ourselves to just watch one episode a night. <laughs> <laughs> we have it in the queue. That's our next thing because we have been watching Unsolved Mysteries which came back for a second season as well. So, Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The Watcher is what we have coming up next. Yeah. So okay. these dramatizations of real-life horrors are becoming really controversial. Yeah. Uh, they got people accusing Netflix of commercializing murder, which, well, yeah, they... Pretty much are. <laughs> Some it's, of, like, it's like this has never happened before. It's a brand new genre of entertainment. <laughs> yeah, it's just the, this This really happened. You know? Well, it's a reminder that there's crazy people out there and to take the higher road in life. Yeah. I also read Also too, gives crazy people ideas. But it oh. also like so brings does the news. up a lot of trauma yes. and things for the families that have been involved. Very true. And I did read, though, that Ryan Murphy said that he was in contact with some... He, Ryan Murphy is the producer and the guy that's bringing all of these. He's doing the Jeffrey Dahmer. He did the Watcher, American Horror Story, stuff like that. And they said that he did reach out to a lot of the victims' families. Yeah. The, the Watcher is really interesting because that feels more like a psychological thriller slash mystery. Oh, okay. But it's real, right? Isn't it loose? It's like, based. They yeah. say it's, it's loosely based yeah. on a true story. Yeah. 
Well, some are comparing it to a, to a cinematic universe like Marvel or DC. One person called it, quote, a serial killer extended universe. And another is saying that Netflix is, quote, franchising a bunch of psychotic, misogynistic serial killers like they're bleeping Avengers. But you know what's so crazy is that... Who do we blame for that? Exactly. We love that stuff. Like, we as a society love true crime. We love watching Dateline. Mm-hmm. We love watching 2020. We eat it up. Yeah. like I mean, there's a reason why there are so many shows that are like that. And we wonder why the world is the way that it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we, we blame the media rather than taking responsibility for it's our both. appetite for it. It's both. We already... And, and by the way... We all play into it, too, right here. A hundred percent every day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, just like we, you know, we're watching Unsolved Mysteries. That's also about the same type of thing. But media loves to point the figure, finger at other media mm-hmm. as if they're not part of it. Right. Well, the best part is, is most people don't do those things. Most people are good folks. <laughs> most yeah. people. Most people. And do, speaking, do the math. Speaking of uh, what's big. Uh, Black Panther 2 has already sold $45 million in advanced tickets. That's going to be a box office beast. That's advanced tickets. It's going to do all right. By Friday, advanced sales could be in the $60 million to $65 million range, which is more than the $55 million in advanced sales that the original Black Panther raked in. Wakanda Forever is expected to open with at least $175 million in the U.S. alone, although some experts are predicting it could surpass $200 million, uh, plus anywhere from $155 million to $195 million internationally. It's going to do all right. They're going to make it's a It's going to do all right. I think people are really curious, too, how they handle the death of the king and mm-hmm. you know, the storyline itself will be interesting. And it's interesting because James Cameron, you know, when we turn our attention to Avatar, Mm -hmm. he realizes that there's a chance that people won't care about Avatar, the way of water. Uh, And but if that happens, it'll be too late to stop the third installment because that's already in the works. Yeah, because those movies, he takes forever to make those movies. There's so much. He does. I mean, cinematically, it's just. Beautiful, but depending on how it performs, it it could potentially keep him from going any further than a trilogy. He says, mm-hmm. and the, this is the quote from James Cameron: "The market could be telling us that we're done in three months, or we might be semi done. Meaning, okay, let's complete the story within movie three and not go on endlessly if it's if it's just not profitable." Uh, he said, "You know, we're just we're in it. We're 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 in a different world now than we were when I wrote this stuff. Even uh, it's kind of the one-two punch. You know, the pandemic and streaming, or conversely, maybe we'll remind people what going to the theater is all about. Who knows? We'll see. But uh, either way, Avatar: The Way of Water hits theaters on December sixteenth. That's all I've got for now. All right, we'll leave it there. More coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. Uh, if you can guess the real headline, it's the countdown in the front row. Yeah, it's the 12 rows TSO. of TSO. I think we're on row, row eight. eight. Correct. Nice. You got it. And we'll do that coming up next. First, Denise Johnson is standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. My house has a
Summer is the best time to replace your windows. No one wants to do it when it's 10 degrees outside. My guys at Universal Windows Direct will get it done quickly. And then when old man winter comes calling, you're going to be ready to go. 513-755-1800. My windows, they've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Uh, who could ever have predicted this idea might backfire? Last October, a place called Karen's Diner. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Opened in Australia. <laughs> we already as- see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it was the, the, the name was intentional, I think. Isn't it supposed to be a... Is it themed? It's a restaurant that is a theme of... A Karen theme to it. Yes. It is a a riff on the whole angry Karen thing. And now there are 16 locations worldwide, including Uh one in St. Louis, Missouri. Is it? What was that place? Ed DeBevick's. That you went to and they would like. In Chicago. They would yell at you and call you names and stuff. Oh, Dick's Last Resort. Yeah, one of those places. They would make you wear the. They still have them. They would make you wear those weird, like funny hats. Yeah, there's a it, wasn't it Ed DeBevick's in yeah. Chicago where it was um, kind of a fifty. It had like a fifties theme to it, but all of the wait staff was real snarky and just give you a hard time. I went to Ed DeBevick's in L.A. They had one there, uh-huh. uh, but I did not have that rude experience. So, so maybe, maybe that, I had a slap. But that was the yeah no that was the intention. So maybe it, well, I think it was Ed DeBevick's, but it's been gotcha. so long. So, but there is a red. There was a restaurant in Chicago. I remember hearing yeah, about that. You would get and it, it was hilarious because you'd sit down and the wait staff would come over. What do you want? And they would just be and just rip into you. It was hilarious. I remember their burgers and milkshakes were really. Oh good. yeah. Super so good. what is the <laughs> shtick at Karen's? Okay, so their motto is great burgers and very rude service. <laughs> and that's kind of the thing, is they're overly the rude theme. to customers. Yeah. And you can complain all you want, and they don't care. <laughs> but now they're back in the news because employees at a location, at their location in Melbourne, are so unhappy, they asked to speak with upper management about it. <laughs> Why are they unhappy? Six current and former employees filed a complaint claiming that it is an unsafe work environment. Mm. They say customers constantly threaten and harass the servers. Oh, so they fight back. And even get violent. Whoa. But, but when they told management, they just kind of shrugged their shoulders. No, no one did anything. Ironically, they say getting bad reviews is a constant concern. Uh, management won't tolerate them and just wants to protect the brand. They also claim they had to sign a waiver saying that the diner wasn't responsible if they were injured in any way. Mm. Injured? That's the claim. How much are they paying them? Is it even worth it? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. (laughs) But the company Mm. is denying all of it and claims they've only dealt with truly awful customers a handful of times. Hmm. So, so obviously more to that story, and we'll continue to follow it. The story of Karen's Diner. (laughs) That's funny, though. I like the theme. But you would think that people that are going to eat there, they know what they're in for. So if they're getting, like, offended and angry and fighting back with the staff, that's messed up. Yeah. Just uh, take your burger and go. That's right. But, uh, yeah, well, and, you like, I mean, it's similar. That's kind of what the slogan is. That's their motto, their official punchline. Great yeah. burgers and very rude service. Yeah. Excuse me, ma'am. You've been very rude to us. 
Thank you. That's a compliment. Read the sign. <laughs> then I'm doing my job. Yep. We'll keep you up. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.